You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Weeds. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Weeds news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for Wii. Yo, what up, After Buzzers? It's your boy DJ Jesse Janity, and I'm joined here by... You're supposed to say your name. Uh, David Schifolitti. What? <laughs> what kind of intro was that? Let's read it. I don't know. Hey, guys. Wh- what's going on? It's your boy, DJ Jesse Janity, and I'm here in the studio joined by... David Schifolitti. Yeah. <laughs> Better. All right. Yes. I'm losing it. Apparently, last week, we were monotone. Um, somebody in the Ustream chat felt. Really? Yeah. I feel like we're very um, lively here. I agree. Very I was, lively I was, group, I was a little I. off last week. Were you? It was very hot. It was hot. <laughs> it's hot in California, y'all. Yo. Y'all. I mean, <laughs> it's... Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Like, it's hotter than the devil's asshole. <laughs> After he ate a burrito. <laughs> After he ate some Mexican? Yes. That's racist. All right, so... Weeds. Weeds. First of all, guys... Thank you so much for listening to us on iTunes, where we we have been in the top ten of the top podcasts here at AfterBuzz. Oh, so that's totally good to hear. So that. thank you. Um, make sure you guys keep on checking us out. You also can listen to us on ustream.tv backslash AfterBuzzTV. Also, there's an app for your phone called Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Um, you can download us and listen to me and David on the go. That would be awesome. It, it is kind of awesome. You could drive, you know, on your drive from West Hollywood to Long Beach. Is that where you're going? No. Wow, it's very, just an example. It's a long it's a very drive. Select. It's a long drive. You know, that's like a two-hour drive. You've got nothing else to do but listen to Jesse and myself or books on tape. No, just After Buzz podcast. Just After Buzz. All right. You'd have more fun. Um, also, Maria Menounis, The Every Girl's Guide to Life. Check it out. Awesome book. So many tips in there. Things to do. Nancy Botwin. We need to get her this book. We do. We should. We should send her one. We should find out who her publicist is. We should, and then maybe <laughs> we can speak. get her in here. Yeah. Um, you never know, right? All right, so I'm going to start... I'm going to start the episode off with uh, some amazing, exciting news that I had um, this weekend. Do it. Um, What happened? So. Yes. I wake up Saturday morning at 4.30 in the morning. Why on earth are you up (laughs) Saturday at 4.30 in the morning, first of all? Um, Actually, I I don't want to know. No, you don't. Well, well, to be honest, actually, to be quite honest, uh, Friday night I had passed out really, really early. Um, Like at 7? It, not seven, but pretty for me. Early is like nine thirty, ten. Like that's very, very early for me. 
Like that's I usually, early for like a normal. Like I usually person. don't go to bed till like three thirty, four thirty in the morning. Which is which is when I got up. Which so. is when you got up. My schedule was a little off. Clearly. <laughs> um, I had actually I was downtown at my best friend's apartment. DTLA. DTLA, and um. She had told me this really exciting story, mm-hmm. which I'll get to in a second. But oh. I just want—I want you to picture the experience. Okay. So I woke up Saturday morning, four thirty in the morning. The sun is shining. Um, barely. <laughs> the sun's not even up yet. <laughs> the sun was starting to. It was. It was. It was. It was. The sun was coming up, but it, it was like a dark. It was kind of cool. It was cloudy. I thought it was going to rain. Sounds beautiful. I walk outside the door, and I'm all of a sudden in New York City. What? Downtown LA, I walk outside the door, I'm in New York City. There's a big white sign that says, you are currently on the set of Weeds. What do you mean there's a big white sign? It was just a giant random white sign. I've never seen this for production before. It was like literally a paragraph. Like letting everybody know in the neighborhood (laughs) that they are being filmed. Yes. And they're on Weeds at the moment. Yes, and it was this long statement about that we are in the middle of... The weeds shooting so of course i'm like getting hyped looking around trying to see if i can see nancy that's the only character i was really looking for you're really only looking to see mary louise parker yes really because it's not weeds unless i see her that's true you know like if i saw shane size i'd be very excited but if i saw nancy i might wet my pants <laughs> you'd have a conniption well my best friend actually saw her the day before um, as she was going into her building, she saw them shooting for the show. That's crazy. Crazy. Like, where were, like, exactly where were you? I want to know. Seventh and Spring. Downtown. Ah. So it's the old bank district. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. And, uh, if you guys are listening out there, 424-256-1729. Do we think they're still shooting for this season? Because it was the setting was New York. They're in New York now. Or do we think that they're already filming for next season? I mean, that's weird because in theory they would they'd be they should technically be on break right now. While the show's going on. While the show is airing. And so the only thing I could think of is that they're reshooting Something for this season. Hmm. That kind of scares me. Yeah, because they could be reshooting a finale. That kind of scares me. So definitely call in. Let us know your yeah, thoughts. Yeah, let us know what that. you think. Um. Yeah, just a very interesting. Another thing, like, I don't know how how common that is that they use. I mean, some at times when I walk around downtown. I say to myself, eh, it kind of reminds me of New York. Pa- I mean, here and there, like, parts of, of downtown, sort of. Like, you, like, like, they must have amazing editors. Like, reminiscent <laughs> of New York. Uh, either, if they're filming in downtown, they have, like, incredible editors, incredible, like, set decorators. Like, they have the best of the best. Well, and that's the thing. The set was not... It, they were just using what was around. It wasn't a very, like, dressed up or anything. All they had was New York cabs. Yeah, but that helps. Tons of New York cabs. I was just like, what the hell? 
I felt like it was in Twilight. It was too early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I might have walked by. You weren't by. even awake. I, like, literally, I might have walked by Nancy Botwin and just thought it was part of a dream. You know what I mean? Like, it was that early in the morning. I was just like. You could have gotten in one of the cabs and asked to get a ride home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, imagine. <laughs> Can you take me? Take me home. Take me home, please. please. So, yeah, that was uh, my little exciting. That's amazing. It was really cool. I was very excited about it. Um, I'm kind of jealous. So. Not going to lie. You're jealous over everything, Dave. You're jealous I had banana bread. I know, but then I got some. Yes. And it was good. I made sure to save some for you. Thank you. A whole loaf. A whole (laughs) loaf. (laughs) I appreciate it. Shoutouts to Maria Canellis. Love you, girl. Um, all right, so let's talk about this episode. Let's. This was a great episode. Awesome episode, but first episode of this season that does not have an intro. We talk Ooh. about the intros every week, and this week there was no, like, special fancy intro. It just went straight into the episode. Ooh. Right? You know, what's funny about that is you're absolutely right. Um this was also the first episode where they really, like, went in on recapping. Yeah. They did a lot of recapping to get us to this point, which makes me feel like they're about to take it in another direction, which is very obvious, um, especially with the things that we were told this episode. Yeah. So, all right, let's st- stick with that. If you were to create the intro for t- this week, what, knowing the theme of this episode, what would you have made it? Um, I think it definitely would have had to have been, like, someone cropping yeah. a weed plant. Yeah, that's a good one. Would have been good. Or just any, like, maybe hedges or something. Or hedges. No, it would have had to have been a weed plant. Yeah. Is it called a weed plant? Pot, pot plant? I pot mean. plant? I mean, it's... <laughs> what is it called? Cannabis plant? Greenery. Cannabis greenery. Um, or maybe one of the booby traps. Ooh, that would be kind of fun. No, I, I like the pruning of the... Uh, the pruning, right? Yeah. That's what it is. All right, so we start out because last week we missed the la- literally the last minute and 45 seconds. Which gave us so much the for entire, this week. Yeah. yeah. Well, now, apparently, did you see Snoop Dogg? In the recap, yeah, because they were talking about in the recap of the of the strain that they used in like the first or second season, which was the milf weed right. that Snoop named it. I feel like we need we I want I want a nice celebrity um appearance by somebody this year. There's huh? Martin Short. Mm. I want a cool person. Martin Short is awesome. Martin Short is awesome, but I want them to be involved with the drugs. Oh. Uh, yeah. In that sense of it. So who are you thinking? Who would you like to see as a celebrity guest? I'll come back to that. Okay, let me know. I'm All right, curious. So we start the episode off. Halia is, uh, if you don't remember who Halia is, but you have to go back to first season. Um, Halia worked with Nancy. Nancy, in her shenanigan ways, kind of screwed Halia over. Um, kind of. Yeah, well. She, Nancy screwed Halia over. Yeah. Which is which is funny because, as we find out, Haley is not even mad at her for that reason. She's more upset at the fact that she feels she lost her family and it was all because of Nancy. Well, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, family's all you got. Very true. And Nancy screwed with her family. 
But, mm, well, all right. When, when we get to that topic, we'll, we'll bring that up. Okay. Um, so Haley is shooting at Nancy and Silas, and all of a sudden, Dean pops out, who is... Dean, I can bring it back, C- uh, Celia, Nancy's next-door neighbor rival, um, ex-husband, was there, and he pulls the gun away from her, and then Haley is, like, trying to chop her with an axe. <laughs> and she did, like, this ninja star throw with the axe, and it was very intense. Very um, precise throw, though. She was... You don't mess with Haley. Clearly not. Um, so, yeah, Dean's up there, which is really random. At first, what were your first thoughts when you saw Dean involved with this? I thought they were like a couple. You did think that. Did, you didn't think that they no, were I thought it was gonna bumping be some, uglies? Not at first. Because, really? No, because I know Dean was such a big pothead. So, to me, it was like... Oh, he must have. He had nobody. She has nobody. They must have somehow like connected. Gone into and, business? Not into business. I thought he was just up there getting something. Or no, I thought that they had become friends in some sort. Of I way. Like, knowing hooking up like that's just yeah very awkward. Like they are they're, lovers. They're very awkward together. Well, yeah. I mean, after seeing the rest of the episode, but at first I thought they were definitely a couple. Even from the from the the preview the preview from last week, I thought really? they were a couple. Yeah. Hmm. Very interesting. Um, so that's yeah. how they set it up. They set it up to make it look like they were. Really, I didn't get that. I did secret not lovers. That. Um, what else did they set us up this episode? We had Andy is wants to start a business. Yeah, yeah, he wants to start a business. I think this is his way of like just trying to. Make himself take himself seriously. Uh, yeah, that, and I think he's trying to be a, a member of society, right? A member of, of their, society, like, feel like an actual man. Yeah, and do something with his life, not sit around all day long doing nothing and selling drugs. I think he's drugs. overselling drugs and wants to, you know, be take legitimate. Yeah, legitimate. Um, so he asked Shane for money to start his new company. Shane says no. Um. Which I'm really curious because, like, Shane's sitting there sawing away at wood, and I want to know what he was... He's building. He is, like, a carpenter now, <laughs> apparently. Apparently, he's doing all the renovations on their crappy-ass <laughs> apartment by himself. Go him, though. Gotta... You don't just learn how to do that. Um, He learned how to kill somebody. <laughs> you don't need to learn how to kill somebody. Yeah, but he learned how to do it properly. But still, it's not like a difficult thing to do. Hey, some people building isn't difficult either. <laughs> Using a saw? Those saws are hard to use. <laughs> have you ever used one before? I have. Liar. I don't believe you for one second. Oh. I've cut trees before. I used to be With a, what? I used to be a uh, woodcutter. What you're you are lying through your teeth? Okay, well I didn't you were a woodcutter. Wood w- look, all right, my dad would kill me if he heard this story. I was never a woodcutter, but when I was younger, me and my brother would go in my dad's shed and we would take his tools, his power tools. No, okay, I mean, like really, like the saws, like that you would normally cut, like a regular saw, like a regular saw, and we would go in the woods and we'd cut trees. I mean, they weren't, like, massive, like, red oaks or Yeah, but that like was, that. like, teenage rebellion. 
Okay, I still used it. I still did it. Properly. But that's different. <laughs> properly. I built forts. I built, you built your own fort. We built our own fort. We built it. I, I had really nice forts, actually. <laughs> and our fort, well, we had one really great fort, which was kind of decked out like Helia's pot farm. We had booby traps and mm-hmm. everything. Um, and that, traps. Oh, we really did. We had some gross booby traps. I won't talk about them. <laughs> oh, um, God. Then we had uh, what else did we had? We I built a really great one up in the, up in a tree, and that was actually my favorite one because it looked most, like a house. I don't believe you for oh, one I'm so serious, second. Though. It looked like a house, and you built it with one I mean, regular saw and like a hammer and that's nails. That's all I had. Bull was a saw crap. And nails. <laughs> Bull crap. Okay. Like, David, you're taking this a little too seriously when I say <laughs> I house. Know. Like, I didn't have shingles and freaking, like... <laughs> I'm thinking, like, plumbing, no. electricity, windows, like a roof. I hollowed the tree out so that way the plumbing would go right down. No. I don't uh, know. I know you don't. So, anyways. I lived in an apartment building my entire life. We didn't have tree houses. So sad. Um, yeah, so Andy's going through this whole thing about wanting to build... This start a business and the Copenhagen wheel, yeah, which turns your regular bicycle into a hybrid. What did he call it? A hybrid? It's like an energy saver. Like if when you need an extra boost, yeah, it's there to help you. But like basically, it looks like a Dixie plate on the back of the wheel. Yeah, it doesn't really look like much. Have you ever seen anything in real life remini- like reminiscent to that? Like a hubcap on a bicycle? <laughs> no. I don't know how that would like save. That's what it looks like. It looks like a hubcap. A I don't red know hubcap. how that would save energy. Well, no, it's like it like as you're pedaling it, it builds up energy inside of it and conserves it for when you're like maybe going uphill and you need an extra boost to like help you get up the hill, I guess maybe. That's no? interesting. That's what I took from it. Um. So yeah. So Shane denies F- him. He denies him, but later in the episode, Doug tells him in the same scene that his company with, is always looking to invest in new things, and that he'll set up a meeting. So he went to the meeting and played the video from Copenhagen. <laughs> the video was amazing. The video was a hot mess. <laughs> the video was awesome. That video was insane. I know. Um, Literally, Andy's face in the video, so serious, like just staring like a creeper into the camera. Full on creeper. Um, Doug was in the video. Everyone was in the video. With a goatee. Silas was in the video. Shane was in the video. And uh, Shane's girlfriend, Shane's who wanted to have children with him, was in the video. Um, and yeah, basically Doug's partners were not impressed at all, uh, except they were impressed with Doug's performance in the video. Right? <laughs> That's um, all they could. They couldn't get past Doug. Yeah, they asked him how much money he needed. He said eighty thousand dollars. Which, for a, a like money company, is nothing. No. Like, that is literally, they could have invested in it. Yeah, it would have been a loss for them, most likely. But it's something that they could have written off. Well, my thing is, like, bring one in. Show us what it actually looks like, what it feels like. Can we ride it? I wouldn't want to invest money <laughs> if I saw that video. 
And well, yeah, I'm in the video. <laughs> and that's all I have to, you know, to go by. Him. I don't know about that. Um, so, yeah, Andy's, you know, depressed about that. I don't know how... I don't remember how he brought Shane to the gay bar at the end. How did the uh, gay bar come into play? I think that was the space that he wanted to convert into his store. And I guess... After school, Shane went to Andy and was like, let me see the space. Let's talk about this. So Andy go, uh, Shane and Andy go to, go to the gay bar. and um... Well, you should first talk about Shane in school. Shane goes to class. Well, I want to, well, because does that involve? Yeah, really? of course, because after the class, he talks to the detective, which is why he invests. Okay, so in school, Shane... Um, See, bringing it all back. Bringing it back. Bringing it back. Sh- basically, Shane um, was sitting in class, and Shane's really into this whole criminal justice thing. And a detective comes into the class with... What was the charges a brought? Rape victim. A rape victim. Not victim. Rape committer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the word is. So, I mean... He brings this rape committer. <laughs> He's raping people in Central Park. Right. Let's just say that. And you're bringing him into a high school or a college. College. It doesn't matter. It's what? a state college. Who cares? No. What? You bring a <laughs> rapist into a college? Like, yeah. First of all, and, th- and then... Half the-, the people that go to state college are rapists. Okay. The views <laughs> expressed here are not a part of... <laughs> Let's just play that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yes, I am. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. So, basically, the detective says, you know, this guy's committed rape. You know how I found out because I pay attention to details. Um, and he, you know, he's he's really putting pressure on. You got to pay attention to details to everything in life in order to succeed. Detail number one, like I just said, why is a rape, a rapist being brought into my classroom? One, and why are you sitting him in the seat next to me? <laughs> why are you sitting him into the, in the seat next to a next young to a girl who got up and ran after that? Um, but yeah, Shane basically noticed. Was that a knife on his leg? It was a gun. It was a gun. It was a very oddly shaped gun. Um, it was a little gun. It was a little gun. Um, it's like the tiny gun from Men in, Men Black. in Black. Yes! Um, it's little, but it packs a mean punch. Yeah. Shane noticed it and called the detective out, saying that, you know, he wasn't a real rapist, and he didn't, if he was a real rapist, he didn't do your job good because you didn't frisk him down good enough. Um, and it's, the detective was really proud of him because he was the only kid in class to have... Paid attention, yeah, to details. Um, so then, from there, what was the the step? You asking me? Yes, after after class, when he went up to the detective. After class, the detective is um, well. During the class, the detective goes through th- three different cases with the class, which we don't actually get to see. We cut from Shane finding out that the the rapist is actually the detective's partner to after class when Shane is, goes up to him and talks to him about um, the third case, 
which was a a storefront a PO as a set up as a PO box storefront but they were running a prostitution ring in the back <laughs> and so Shane is interested in having like a storefront operating as a legal business while still operating an illegal one through the back well, and so to that... Which is smart. It's smart, but in the sense of he already knew about this because that's what was going down. He was kind of young, but that was what was happening with... um The, the bakery, right? Well, with the bakery and... Well, that was kind of literally... That, to me, the bakery was the dumbest idea because it was like, what yeah. if someone like looked at the menu and was like, hey, I want the special. You're, you know what I mean? Like, then... They wouldn't know like what they're ordering. That's true. You're just gonna go. Mmm. Oh, this isn't oregano. <laughs> this is this spinach is really dry. <laughs> this is some dry ass spinach, hoe. I want my money back. Um. And but no, when uh, they were doing the drug cartel from under, you know, underneath the border. Right. I mean, they had that baby similar. Store. Remember the baby store, and then in the back they had the tunnel that went, and they were running drugs through that. They were dr- running illegal immigrants, and then prostitutes, right? <laughs> and prostitutes, um, no animals. Um, that's a different story. Anyway, Mexican cows. Mexican cows. Uh, that's sort of different, though. I think than a front. No. You don't think so? Mm-mm. I feel the sandwich one, yes, but that that one with the whole Mexico thing, it was a little more intense, right? And you're doing you're it like over the, a you're doing it over the border, right? You're involving another country. It's not really like a front as much as it is like a underground, <laughs> underground railroad. Uh, okay. I mean, I guess. All right, I'll give it to him. So Shane learns about that. Well, maybe he's asking more. Even if he already knew about having a front, he's asking more about the logistics of it yeah, and how not to get caught because he said that the only reason that they didn't get caught immediately was because they had enough foot traffic. Because mm. people were coming in day in and day out and to check their P.O. boxes. Because Shane said when he told Andy he was going to give him the money, he made the the comment of, I don't think this, but I don't have faith in you. He's like, this is, store is horrible. There's not enough foot traffic that will come in and out of here. Right. It's horrible location. So it's great for him. Yeah, it's awesome for him. For his for Andy. Right. But then he compared it to a movie. Do you know what movie, do you remember what movie he compared it to? I don't. But, um. Yeah, so Andy was a little disappointed because he was excited at first, but then it was like his dreams came down because it was like, oh, another thing I have to share with Nancy. Another right. thing, you know, having to do with drugs or, you know, always involving this negativity um, in which he's trying to get away from. So poor Andy. Poor Andy. Poor Andy. Um so now let's get into the juicy part of it. Back to Halia's house. Um, okay. Sorry, I'm just so basically Nancy starts following Halia into this field of marijuana, literally, which was just like, 
<laughs> did the heavens open up and sing to you? I mean, it did for Nancy. Did you see her face? Right now, her like, face like lit up. Th- this is what she's been looking for, like a supplier. Mm-hmm. So, to her, this is like home. Yeah. Um, she follows her there, uh, and it's very well guarded by these little booby traps. Um, uh, little, but well, at first it was like random things, like dangerous wire, fish wire hooks, like hanging. Well, there was like fish hooks hanging off a of fishing wire, which you wouldn't necessarily see at first glance, but if you get one of those in your eye or caught in your mouth, mm-hmm. that hurts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. They had a uh, wire, and if you walked past the wire, you'd get shot. shot. Uh, Bear traps. Like, crazy booby-trapped. Uh, our homegirl from last se- last episode would love that place. Of, uh, the death room. I, I think it is a, like, a little too literal <laughs> for her, though, because you could actually die. Uh, um, so, yeah, we find out that the strand of weed is MILF. Which, now we get into the politics of who created MILF, because Silas always felt like he created it. Right. Because um, back in the day, if you remember, Silas like worked really hard to build his own little weed factory, mm-hmm. and he harvested, he, you know, he came up, he created this harvest of a new brand, a new strand. A new of strand, weed. yeah. Sorry. Um, Conrad was involved, but it was it was definitely a fifty fifty with the two of them. Um, but apparently, Conrad. Well, no, oh, that's what it was. Conrad created the, the first strand, right? But there just wasn't enough pack in the punch. So that's where Silas stepped in and made it ten and times adjusted better. it. So Silas walks in and tells Haley, you know, hey. I deserve this. This is, you know, not just yours and Conrad's. Like, you stole this from me. It doesn't work out like that, bud. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Things in life are not that black and white. No, we find out that Conrad left Halia for a Chinese girl. Mm -hmm. And he left to sell weed in the clubs in L.A. In the clubs. Which, to me... I'm like, he's probably making good money. Really? Because I wouldn't think so. You don't think so? No. When was the last time you went to the club? Um, (laughs) A couple weeks ago. No, no, actually it wasn't. Exactly. I know. Exactly. I remember. I think it was in 19... (laughs) Exactly, you old fart. People smoke pot in clubs. But, like, I understand that. But here's the thing. Like, weed's legal out here. Not everywhere. In L.A. it is. No. What do you mean, no? Not everywhere in L.A. is legal. What are you talking about? It's legal to sell it. Like, at the... I don't, even, I don't think it's legal to sell it. It is legal. They can't have, like, actual stores. That's medical marijuana, though. It's different. There's different laws for medical marijuana. I think it's legal to purchase it, but it's not legal to smoke it. There's, like, some weird loophole. Okay. Well, my point is, it's apparently it's very easy to get these licenses to get medical marijuana. 
Yes, they all have all the stores have doctors on site. I'm sure. They... And you just walk in and you say you have anxiety <laughs> and you get your medical marijuana okay, card. Okay, whoa, we're not giving people. <laughs> I'm not giving anyone ideas. I don't even smoke pot. I just know how to get it. <laughs> I know how to get it. Okay. It's important to know how to get things in life. It's important to know, like, your way around the system, okay? <laughs> Even if you don't take advantage of it, these are things every young buck should know. So there you go, kids. Oh, Don't smoke pot. Don't do it. But my thing is, is, like, I feel like being a weed dealer... Oh, I mean, it's kind of pointless, but yeah, you know, depending like, on what clubs you're going to, you could make a lot of money. I'm sure of it. All right, so that's what Conrad's doing. He wanted a bigger cut um, of the pave with, with Halia. She said no. She said hell no. And on top of hell no, get rid of your girlfriend. <laughs> get rid of your girlfriend. And uh, Conrad said hell's to the no. <laughs> hell's to the mother effing no. Who are you? Hell's to the no. <laughs> and Conrad said hell's. Conrad said hell's to the no. Hell's to the no. And as a matter of fact... Take your business out of here. <laughs> I think I will. I have no idea who Me you either. are. I don't either. Um, isn't that grape soda? It is. <laughs> so. So. Silas says, you know what? I'm going to confront Nancy. I'm going to confront this woman who he so oh so disrespectfully doesn't call mom anymore. No. He's such a prick. So he goes into the field where Halia left Nancy. To die, basically. Uh, literally. Liter- literally. Well, Halia said something very profound mm-hmm. to Nancy in the field before she left her. Preach. Because they were talking about family, and, and Nancy was like, it's not that easy to leave your family. Mm-hmm. You can't just walk away. Mm-hmm. Do you need a fan? No. <laughs> why, would you, why did that make you think of a fan? Mm-hmm. Oh, because we in church. We in church. Because you to preach. Because I'm not preach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Say it. <laughs> anyway, and then she's on the field. Yeah. So they're in the field. Talking and Haley is like, just walk. If you love your family whoa, that whoa, much, whoa, walk whoa, away from them. Because we found out that this is where Haley explained that she felt she lost her family because of because Nancy. Because of Nancy. She right. said, you know, back in the day, my table at dinner time was full. Then you walked into my life, and everyone left me. Right. But you're out of prison one day, and your family comes running to you. And she says, I didn't ask them to. Mm-hmm. Now go ahead with these stories. Mm-hmm. So she said. She says, well, if you love them that much, walk away. Leave them alone. And Nancy's like, it's too, it's, it's not that simple. You can't just walk away. And Halia says, walking away is as simple as sugar cookies. And then leaves her ass. What are your thoughts on that? I I agree with is, her. Is walking away Walking easy? away is always the easiest thing to do. Really? Yeah. Of course. But it's not always the best thing to do. See, to I think it's harder to stay and confront your problems and figure out your issues than it is to just walk away from them. So do we feel that Nancy is really a trooper in the end of it? Because she never walked away from her kids. She's always brought them along on this shit show ride. Right. 
But because she never walked away from it. Seven years ago, however long, ten years ago, she could have just walked away from her children, let them go into foster care, or drop them off with their respective parents, or left them with grandparents. Like, she didn't have to do what she did. She did what she had to do to take care of her children and to keep her kids and to keep her home. She right. has fought the good fight, went to jail for them, went to jail for, for her son's murder. Let it go. You know? Um. She's a good mom. Despite her issues, she is a good mother. Yeah, so Silas confronts her about, you know, did uh, Judas know me? Did he know that, you know, what were his thoughts when I came out? When I, when, I, when I was born. And Nancy, like, kind of sugar-coated it by, you know, talking about the color of the walls in the hospital. Well, because he tells her she doesn't remember anything. And so she, the way that she explains that she remembers everything is talking about what the, the time he was born and what the hospital room looked like and what she was listening to and what her first thought was and what her second thought was. And she's, I mean, in essence, she's protecting his feelings. Right, and it, which means to me, Judas wasn't there at the birth. You don't think? I mean, from what she's saying, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Um, I mean, maybe not, but I and guess. then we find out that Judas never knew that he wasn't his son, and Silas gets upset at that, and you don't have the right to make those decisions. You d- you don't, but. But in that situation, I mean... From day one, she's always thought... She's always put her children first. Right. She got pregnant with another guy's baby. Didn't tell her husband. Oh, Nancy. And the the thing is, is just... Going through this whole situation, it's like... All right. I understand, you know... I understand not telling him, not telling Judas. I do understand it, you know, because he could have walked away. He could have left yeah. her and Silas, and then in the end of it, could have been brought away from, you know, uh, separated Silas and Andy in the end. Right. So I do get it. I do get it in some points. Um, I just think Silas always looks at it from his side. And never looks at the big picture of things. And not to say Nancy does all these things correctly. Not to say that Nancy does these things for the best. Well, she never makes the best decisions in general. Definitely not. But But in the end... It is all from love. It is all from love. So, um... She's doing what she can, okay? doing what she can. Get around in this world. A hard knock life. Um, so she goes to her and Silas go back to the house, and you know she kind of begs Helia to sell to her, and Helia says, "Stop begging. I'll sell you the weed if Silas stays." I kind of was expecting that. Were you? I was. I was a little shocked. I was more expecting Silas asking to stay. 
That I did expect that. I I did think that, but when she made the comment about walk away from your family, and then when she made the comment about him stealing the weed, mm-hmm. I started thinking, I think she's gonna let him stay. I think that they're gonna be involved somehow, especially also when she said, you know, I have hippies uh, taking care of her her plants. Oh yeah. So she'll have Silas there. He'll be taking care of the plants. Um, But I think she's mostly doing it because she wants to take Nancy's child away from her. Yeah, I mean, she wants to, pardon my French, but fuck with Nancy. The same way Nancy fucked with her. But in in, in not even the same way. It is exactly the same way. Right, but I think Haley, I I honestly believe Haley wants to do it to better Silas. As a dealer? I mean, yeah, he, that's what he's going to have to be doing, but she has a lot of knowledge, a lot of common sense, a lot of life lessons, and I think that that's what we're going to see from this situation. Because Conrad was a pretty up, upstanding citizen. Was he now? No. Oh, yeah. He was a good kid. I mean, I don't know what this whole drug business with the Asian girl is, but you never know. Um, so I think that's going to be involved. It's just going to be a really awkward family-type situation. But Nancy has one thing on her mind, and that's Stevie. And she was so quick to say yes to letting Silas stay there. It bothered me a little bit. Me too. But I understand it, and I know she understood it. And in the end, it really was the best thing for him. Um, So now we get, before we wrap up, they were on the plane, Nancy and Martin Short. And she's telling him this story. And basically in the story, we see that Nancy was able to go see Stevie. Well, Jill's husband... I guess arranged for to bring the kids to the science museum. Mm-hmm. And so inside the planetarium, Stevie came running to Nancy, which was kind of weird because. It's well, he like, knows who she is. Yeah, he but, doesn't know that that's his mama, but he knows that that's Aunt Nancy. Yeah, that's true. It just was a very like serious moment. It was. It was very touching, though. It was. I liked it. That he, like, ran up to her and gave her a hug, and she was able to, like, hold him and and be near him again as a mother. I just hope that it's not going to be like that for a long time. Like, you're going to have to, like, be meeting in the corners and things. Well, yeah, I mean, if they have custody hearings going on and shady business with her bitch sister, it's going to always have to be like that. It sure is. Um, so yeah, that was basically the episode. Um, any last thoughts before we head off to a commercial break? No. You rest your case? Yep. I plead the fifth. In that case, we'll see you in a minute. Wanna find out what the afterbuzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This is the divide that is gonna carry the series. Give us a call. 424-256-1729. This television and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean it's Shakespearean. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Find out why Afterbuzz TV is the number one source for after show content. Now in the eyes of Jimmy. 
Ducky is a villain. 424 I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Your husband or your best friend? <laughs> the wig! The wig will come out. When the TV show is over, get your after buzz on. Little boxes on the hillside. Little boxes made a ticky tacky ticky ticky ticky. Wanna find out what the What was that? That was gonna be the remix. Wanna find out what the ticky tacky's made of? I do actually. Alright, so let's get into some predictions. We gotta talk okay, fine. What did you want to talk about? No, nothing. We'll talk about predictions first. Oh, wait a minute. No, we won't. Hold up. Let's Wait do a predictions. Okay. And then we'll get back to it. Okay. David's really excited about this weekend. Um, Very excited. There's some awesome news and gossip out there for you, Weeds fans. So there might be an After Buzz field trip. There might be. There will be. So, predictions. <laughs> There's a softball game coming up next week. Mm hmm. Yeah. Which, as we all know, was the only reason why Doug was hired. Mm-hmm. So was to play on the softball team, and it looks like he's taking steroids <laughs> well, I to just improve can't his see, performance. Well, because I can't see him being really good at playing softball. I can't either, but at the same time, it's a financial district softball team. I don't see it being that <laughs> difficult to win. Well, I feel like it means a whole bunch of middle-aged men. Okay, <laughs> let's not lie here. Man, but this is years after he's been smoking pot and depressed. That's and... what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> um. So, yeah, we see that. We see a softball game. The FCC or something? The FCC shows up, which makes no sense to any of us. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on with that. Um. Silas comes back from California from the weed, and he's withholding from Nancy. Nancy, and so wants I think, to start his own business. Yeah, I think he's definitely going to break out on his own after spending time with Halia and her like ways messing with his mind. He's going to break out. Then on we his own. see him teaming up with a girl. Yes, I'm stupid, how? But I think who isn't Michelle Trachtenberg? No, it is not Michelle Trachtenberg, and she only agrees to help him if he. Boxes? boxes? I don't know where that's going. Me neither, but it looks like it's going to be fun. Yeah, I mean, other than that, I can't really predict anything. They, The way that they're going, it's everything's kind of up in the air. Yeah, I mean, it could go any direction. I mean, we didn't see anything with Andy or Shane. Well, yeah, no. I mean, I think that they're going to go ahead and start the business, but... Yeah. No, you can't cut us off. Oh my, I'm sorry guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's really important to Dave. It's really important. It's so we important. We never that, have news and gossip. <laughs> well, we mix our news and gossip in. This so, is true. Here we go. Here we go. For for once, David, take it away. After Buzz TV News. Well, you have all the information. You read oh it. Oh my god. You see, guys. <laughs> See what I have to deal with here. This is this is what you have to deal with. So this Saturday, August sixth, at the Orpheum Theater, you can buy tickets to a charity event called Cats for Cats. Um, it's basically songs from the Broadway show Cats, mm-hmm. performed by big Broadway performers, uh, your favorite TV stars. 
Uh, Hunter Parrish from Weeds, who plays Silas, will be involved with this. He will be performing. Some other huge names. <laughs> huge. Huge. Fred Willard. Fred Willard from Best in Show. Yes. James Cromwell from the movie Babe. Mm. Owain Yeoman from The Mentalist. Keith David from The Cape. Anna Gunn from Breaking Bad for all you Breaking Bad fans. Kevin McHale from Glee. Annie Worshing from 24. Mindy Sterling from Austin Powers. And Paul Vaught from Mad TV. And most importantly... Those were the huge stars that are going to be there. No, and no, most there are going to be some BC-list... No, <laughs> Mandy Moore, y'all. Ladies, and Mandy Moore will and be Mandy the queen of the night. And Mandy Moore will be performing the queen of the night. Tickets are $35. Ew, I feel like we're such like a talk radio show right I now. know, right? I love it. Tickets are $35. Where can you buy tickets? Is it Ticketmaster? Where, how do you buy tickets for this show? Oh, well... I, I'm on Backpage, Los Angeles Backpage. You can buy them. Here. Well, go online. Google Cats for Cats. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a great organization. Thing. They have a website for it. Um, box office and opens at 6 p.m. the evening of show if you want to go there and see if you can get tickets. Yeah. I mean, if, you, if you're in the L.A. area and you are down with listening to music from the... From the musical Cats and seeing some of your favorite TV and film stars perform. I mean, the tickets were $75 when they first... Oh, they were? Now they're down to 30 So look, there's a discount out there for you. So guys... Anyway, get out there. Support Hunter Parrish. And if, and if, that, didn't, if that didn't get you to go, this, this should. Why should you help the kitties? Only 25% of cats currently in city shelters have a chance of getting out alive. Organizations like Kitty Bungalow rescue, neuter, socialize, and find homes for, for feral kid, kittens. While providing outreach and free and low-cost spay-slash-neuter services to give more cats a chance at a good life. The performance will be held at the Orpheum Theater at 842 South Broadway at 8 p.m. The cast is subject to change. So I don't know if Mandy Moore is oh, no. one of those divas who doesn't show up to shows. No, Mandy Moore is going to show up. But enjoy a unique evening of theater while doing some good with Kitty Bungalow's star-studded Cats for Cats. I'm and so there you excited. have it. <laughs> That's, That's your After, after Buzz, Buzz News and Gossip for the week of August 2nd, 2011. All right. <laughs> well, I, you, I don't know what you guys are up to this weekend, but I know what David's doing. I know what I'm doing. If you want to meet David. <laughs> yeah, come meet me. Come listen to me. <laughs> are you going to get up on stage? <laughs> Same. <laughs> no. Like, I'm going to join the cast. I'm David Skiffley from the <laughs> Weeds After Show and After Buzz TV. <laughs> If you want to come meet me downtown this weekend at the Orpheum Theater, you're more than welcome to. If not, you can catch me later on tonight on the Pretty Little Liars after show at 9 o'clock. On the dot. On the dot, y'all. Streaming live on Ustream. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzzTV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzzTV or its owners or principals.